0: Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 737. a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's wealth mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about developing a millionaire mindset because I think everybody could use a little bit of a emotional or attitude or a little boost in energy toward some positive thinking. There's a lot of chaos going around the whole planet right now, and it can be really easy to get dragged down in a lot of just negativity. So we're going to take the opposite route today, and we're going to talk about positivity. And we're going to talk about things you can do to get yourself going in the right direction and to develop that millionaire mindset because all wealth begins with a millionaire mindset, a wealthy mindset. Step one of my six steps to wealth. Now I've talked a lot about my own steps to a millionaire mindset and what I recommend that you do. But today I found an article on Life Hack that I thought had some good points and was a little bit of a different perspective. So I thought I would bring some fresh energy to the podcast. This was written by Jake Rhodes and it's called how to develop a millionaire mindset in six simple steps. And it says, we all like to dream about being financially wealthy. For most people though, it remains a dream and nothing more. Why is that? It's because people don't set their mind to achieving that goal. They might not be happy in their current situation, but they're comfortable. And comfort is one of the biggest enemies of growth. How do you go about developing that millionaire mindset? By following these simple steps. So I want to pause there for a second and just make a couple of comments. Yes, it's true that most people dream about being wealthy and don't do anything about being wealthy. And that's why they say the first million is the hardest to make, because you have to convince yourself that you can make that million. Now we have a lot of affluent listeners on the podcast, so you might already be a millionaire, in which case your second million might be the hardest to make for you. But once you've gotten there, once you've reached that seven figure mark, it does get easier because you have the assets to begin to multiply and compound and work in your favor. And you know the wealth building formula that I've given you and talked about in my book, it's MCT, money, compounding, and time. So how much money you have to invest times what rate you can compound at times how many years you have to compound That's your wealth building formula. And if you're lacking in any one of those areas, then you need to increase the other areas. So if you don't have a lot of money to invest, then you need to either do better at your compounding rate. In other words, find where the best asset classes are to invest and where you're going to be able to compound your money well. And number two, the other possibility is compounding it longer for more years. And I go over that quite a bit in my Wealth Heiress book. So if you want to learn more about it, get the formula and really delve into that, then I recommend you check out my book. And there's a link in the show notes for that. All right, so number one of his suggestions, focus on what you want and take it. He says, so many people are too timid to admit they want something and go for it. When there's something that you want to accomplish, don't think, I could never actually do that. Think, I could do that and I will do that. Millionaires play to win, not to avoid defeat. This doesn't mean you have to become a selfish jerk. What it means is becoming more assertive and honest with yourself. You don't have to grab off other people. There is a big pot of unclaimed gold in the middle of the table. Why shouldn't you be the one to claim it? You deserve it. Number two, become goal-oriented. It's almost impossible to achieve anything if you don't set firm goals. Only lottery winners become millionaires overnight. By setting yourself attainable goals, you will get there eventually. Don't try to get rich quickly, get rich slowly. Let's take the idea of making your first million dollars and expand on what kind of goals you might set to get there. Let's also say you're starting at a break-even position. You're making enough to get by with a few luxuries but nothing more. Your goal for the first year can be having $10,000 in the bank within a year. It won't be easy, but it is doable. Next, you need to figure out the steps you need to take to achieve that goal. Always look at ways to make growth before cutbacks. With that in mind, you might want to see if you can negotiate a pay raise with your boss, or if there's another job out there that will pay you better. You might be comfortable in your old job, but remember, comfort stunts growth. You may also have other skills outside of your workplace that you can monetize to boost your bank balance. Maybe you can design websites for people, at a fee of course, or make alterations to clothes. If this is still not enough to make the money you need to save $10,000 in a year, then it's time to look at cutbacks. Do you have a bunch of old junk that someone else might love? Sell it. Do you really need to spend $10 on your lunch every day when you could make your own for a fraction of the cost? If you are to become a millionaire, you need to start accumulating money. So I just wanna pause there for a moment and say, you may be in the situation where you're without a job right now, as are millions and millions of people on this planet. So if that's the case, then please don't take offense with his suggestion, but think about maybe how you could redo your resume, how you could do any kind of volunteer work that might boost your resume, or how you might apply for a new or different job that might pay you more. So think about creative ways to make a change now if you have the opportunity to do so. Number three, don't spend your money, invest it. The reason you need to accumulate money is for step three. Millionaires tend to be frugal people and that's because they know the true value of money is in investing. Being your own boss goes hand in hand with becoming a millionaire. You'll want to quit your regular job at some point. Stop working for your money and make your money work for you. Rather than buying yourself a new iPad, that $500 could be used to invest in the stock market. Find the right shares, more on that later, and the money could easily double within a year. There's not just the stock market, there's also property and your own education. All right, I want to pause there. Well, I don't know about doubling your money in a year easily. (laughs) This is a very interesting stock market. And I think we have a lot of volatility on the upside and the downside yet to come. If you haven't listened to my stock market forecast, I really, really think you should listen to that and pay attention to what I have to say there. Because I do talk about when the specific timing is of these particular events. But I do like the fact that He's telling you to think about investing because one thing I learned from my mom is that your money needs to be working hard for you and you need to have it invested in order for it to be able to be compounding for you and to be multiplying for you. Those 1% savings accounts aren't going to help you and that's where you need to get a good education about how to invest and what to invest in and really follow this podcast and follow some suggestions that I've been making about where some good investments are. And think about your asset allocation, think about having diversification, but also think about where the up and coming opportunities are. Because I happen to believe we're in a big shift away from where the past asset classes like real estate have been the best performing, to some other areas that are going to be better performers in the future. Just my opinion, and I hope to do a podcast about that in the future soon. Let's go on to number four, never stop learning. The best thing you can invest in is yourself. And I want to pause and say, by the way, Warren Buffett, one of the richest men in the world, did say that, that you are your best investment So whether that is getting yourself educated or whether that's going back to school and getting a new degree so you can change careers or whatever that might be, I agree, investing in yourself is crucial. Now let's go on. Once most people leave the education system, they think their learning days are over. Well, theirs might be, but yours shouldn't be. Successful people continually learn and adapt. Billionaire Warren Buffett estimates that he read at least 100 books on investing before he turned 20. Most people never read another book after they've left school. Who would you rather be? Learn everything you can about how economics works, how the stock markets work, how they trend. Learn new skills. If you have an interest in it, learn everything you can about it. You'd be surprised at how often seemingly useless skills and become extremely useful in the right situation. Start developing a habit of learning continuously. Yes, I wanna pause there and just say, first of all, this is the first time in history that we have had the knowledge of the entire world at our fingertips. Because years ago, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have all this fabulous information we couldn't Google something and find out an answer. We had to go to the library or we had to do uh, research with the encyclopedia or something else. And finding answers has never been so easy. Learning new things has never been so easy. And one of my absolute joys in life is learning new subjects, whether I wanna learn about the pyramids in Egypt, which I sometimes do because I think when I was younger, I wanted to be an archeologist and all of that really fascinates me, to other things, anything, I mean, any topic I want. And I especially love a lot of videos on YouTube. There's a lot of people who are very good and very talented at different knowledge and different things. And I really, really enjoy just watching their videos. And I find it much more entertaining than anything on television. So you don't have to read a book. You can watch videos. You can listen to podcasts like this one, good for you. But there's all kinds of other ways to learn. I know it's harder and harder to stop, sit quietly and be uninterrupted and really focus on a book. I know I sometimes have that trouble focusing. That's where audiobooks can become helpful. And sometimes I find audiobooks on YouTube as well. So I can actually turn on a book and have that read to me while I'm doing other work. Recently, I found the book Atlas Shrugged in the movie format on YouTube. And I watched the movie and it's a very, very long book that I know I never would have read. But watching the movie while it was long, it was so worth it. And now I understand why so many people in the financial field have read Atlas Shrugged. So if you haven't watched that movie, I recommend it on YouTube. It was free and completely worth it. Although again, time consuming and long, just so you know. Back to our article, number five, think big. While I advise to start off with small goals, you absolutely should have a big goal in mind. If you have a business idea, then that is your ultimate goal, to start that business and make a success of it. If you want to invest your way to millions of dollars and do little work other than research, then that is your big goal. There is no shame in not achieving a big goal. If you run a business and aim to make a million dollar profit in a year and only make $200,000, then you're still significantly ahead of most people. Aim for the stars. If you fail, you'll still be over the moon. All right. I want to pause there and say a couple of things. First of all, this is a great time to start a business and it doesn't have to be anything complicated. Businesses can be started for such little amounts of money. And if you do an online business, it costs you next to nothing and you can really leverage your time, your expertise, etc. Back in 2008, after I left my corporate job, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I went and sought out a mentor that taught me how to create a business online. I was really suspicious when people said, no, you can make a living, a very good living through the computer. And at the time, I didn't really believe that. I thought it was kind of a hoax or something. And over the years, I've come to have my business 100% online and love it. It allows me to be able to work from home, work the hours I want, and create the business that I really want to have, and really use my strengths and leverage my time. So you can start a business now. This is a great time to start a business. The other thing I would say about business is don't feel that you have to do anything super technical in order to start your business. You know, there's a good secret about starting a business, and that is picking who you want to sell your company to before you even start it. And by that, I mean lots of people have created food products, let's say a type of tea or a type of ice cream, things like that. They've created their own brand and had a target company in mind that they wanted to sell their business to, and then have sold their brand and business to that bigger company. So whether it's a tea that you start that Starbucks buys from you, or whether it's an alcohol that you start that Constellation Brands buys from you, or whether it's a hemp gummy bear or something like that. There's all kinds of things that you can do. They don't have to be super technical. You might have an amazing cookie recipe in your family and that's your business that you start. So don't think that a business has to be difficult or that it has to be super outside the box or super high tech, it really doesn't. Back to our article. The last point, number six, enjoy the attention. To be successful, you have to be willing to promote yourself and enjoy the attention to a certain extent. Now the attention doesn't need to be on yourself, it could be on your brand, but attention definitely attracts money. Never be embarrassed to get your name out there. That means finding a spotlight and being brave enough to step right up underneath it. If you run a business, try contacting the local papers. You'd be surprised at how amenable they are to running a story about you and your business and it's all free publicity. Above all, remember, you control your own destiny. Push hard enough for anything and you'll get it. End of article. Well, I agree, you control your destiny and these times can be challenging, can be really depressing, can be really difficult, but they also can be a clean slate for you. There's a lot of positive things that I happen to believe will be coming up and financial matters. I think that will help people in this country. So hang in there, keep going, start with a clean slate and think about what you want to do. This is the time to make a big change in your life. If you want to do that, if you weren't happy in your job, don't go back to the old job, go to something different. This is a time for expansion and recreation and reinvention. And it's a time for you to increase your happiness factor. Because one thing I think we've learned from going through CV19 and this whole lockdown and all of this is that our family, friends, and loved ones really matter, our health really matters, and our happiness really matters. So life is short, let's make the best of it, let's stay positive, positive. and if you need some good affirmations, I've got those in my Wealth Mentoring Library, you can just go to my website at lyndapjones.com forward slash podcasts, and all of my podcasts are there with a lot of really good mindset podcasts. So if you need some inspiration, you need some positive things to be able to say to yourself, I've got it there for you. This is the time just to keep going. Put one foot in front of the other and not give up. I know people have some pretty unique challenges and they might feel really overwhelming, but hang in there. We will get through this, things will get better and times will change and shift. And we will eventually be able to put this behind us someday. So this is the time to start fresh, start anew, and really double down on creating the life that you want. Because anything is possible. If someone else has ever accomplished it, then it's possible. I have a good announcement to make, and that is our review contest is back on. If you have been wanting to win some prizes, Well, I'm having a giveaway. I'm giving away 25 prizes. 11 Wealthy Mindset Blueprint audio sets valued at $197. 11 of my Wealth Heiress books, personalized by me. And three winners will have a one-half-hour wealth mentoring session with me. All you have to do is leave a podcast review on iTunes. That will get your name in the drawing one time. If you've read the Wealth Heiress book and you leave a review on Amazon, that will get your name in the drawing two times. And I'll draw the name of the winners on August 1st. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show.